you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I use Anchor and it's been absolutely fantastic. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Love pro wrestling? Then check out the WWE podcast. I've been watching wrestling for over 20 years, and that was one of the best matches I've ever seen. We produce six shows every week covering Raw, SmackDown, and AEW Dynamite. Just turn Roman heel. What is WWE waiting for? There's no other wrestling podcast that can match the passion and listenability like the WWE podcast. Check us out anywhere podcasts can be found. So let's talk a little bit about some college football. How about that? We'll talk a little bit about some wrestling too, but I mainly wanted to talk about college football this week. Let's get into it. So this past week, we saw a lot of college football. I won't say good college football, but we saw some some college football games. And I'll start with LSU and Oklahoma. Um, I've said this for the last part of the football season, but LSU just looks to be on another level. They're really good. Uh, Joe Burrow is just phenomenal. Um, he's played extremely well all season, season very deserving of the Heisman Trophy. And that LSU team just seems to get better and better, and they just just mollywop Oklahoma. And I think the final score was 63-28. to 28. And, you know, the cliche is, and the score wasn't that close, you could really say that about that game. I, I truly believe that if LSU wanted to, I really think they could have put 100 on the board against Oklahoma. You really hate to see a game of that magnitude be that one-sided. And I really hated to see that for someone like Jalen Hurts, who's played extremely well throughout his career, started out with Alabama and you know did some great things there. And then goes to Oklahoma hoping to get a chance to uh, win a national championship there and, you know, came up short. They made it to the playoff and kudos to them for doing so. But the LSU team is just the real deal. Um, so they earned the first spot in the national championship. And 
in the second game, uh, the Clemson Tigers, and I'm, I'm a huge fan, so some of this may come off a little bit as a bias, and that's completely fine with me. But the Clemson Tigers defeated Ohio State 29-23, and the Clemson Tigers will actually be playing in their fourth national championship game in the last five years. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. A lot of people have had quite a few things to say, though, about how the game went. And I typically don't go back and forth with people on Twitter. Um, A lot of people on Twitter just like to say things for the sake of argument. And that's what was happening, I feel, after and during, quite frankly, the Clemson-Ohio State game. So we'll start with the first call that people had a problem with, and that was the targeting call where the player from Ohio State, and I forget who it was, I believe it was Sean Wade, uh, went in to tackle Trevor Lawrence. And it was a big play. It was a third down, and that would have gotten Clemson off the field. Well, uh, the Ohio State player targeted. And I don't really care what people say about you know, how it looked, the guy led in with his head, with the crown of his helmet. By definition, that is a targeting call, period, in the story. He led with his helmet. It doesn't matter if Trevor Lawrence changed levels, if he was ducking down. The fact of the matter is the player cannot lead with the crown of their helmet, and that's what he did. So, obviously, from there, Clemson got some momentum. They got upset, uh, played a little more angrily and aggressively, and they went out and scored and made it a respectable game after Ohio State uh, was out to a 16 to nothing lead. And I want to back up for a second because, you know, everybody that I've seen that, you know, that's an Ohio State fan or they had a problem with the way the game was officiated, has been talking about the calls, the calls, the calls. Well, how about when you're in the red zone as many times as Ohio State was, how about scoring more than a field goal? That's where it really needs to start. And and I'm not trying to be nasty towards Ohio State fans. I have a ton of respect for their program. But let's just let's just be real. When you when you play when you play in a game of that magnitude, against a team like Clemson, who's the who's the reigning defending national champions, and you have a chance to put them away early, you have to do it. Even if it takes you going for it on a fourth down and you miss it, at least you're pinning Clemson deep inside their own territory. And, you know, maybe something happens there and Clemson turns the ball over or, you know, something. But, to solely put the loss on the officials is is a it's not completely accurate. So I want to go to the other call that a lot of people had problems with, and that was the the fumble uh, where Justin Ross caught the ball, um, and this is how it was ruled on the field. Justin Ross caught the ball, um, and then the Ohio State player. Strips it away. Another player picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown. I will say this. As a football fan, I thought that that was a fumble. Um, 
obviously they the officials said that he didn't make a football move. Um, we can go back and forth on what a football move is, but in my opinion, I thought that was a fumble. I thought Clemson was very fortunate with that call. Having said that, Ohio State still ended up with the lead. Clemson, they and, and here's the other thing too. Ohio State chewed so much time off of the clock. And really, Clemson, I mean, they had to drive, you know, 94 yards uh, to get back into the game to possibly kick a field goal or – um, or to score a touchdown like they like they eventually did, and that's what happened. And still, with that, Ohio State still had an opportunity to win the game at the end, and and then uh, Justin Fields threw an interception, and that that sealed the game for Clemson. I when you have two teams that are that equal, equally matched, it it oftentimes comes down to calls or different things in the game that have nothing to do with the players on the field or the coaching. That unfortunately happens. One team gets a break, the other one doesn't. It's just how football and and really how sports operate at times. You hate to see it happen that way, but it happens. And, you know, you just have to roll with it the best you can. But I, I really think that Ohio State had a phenomenal team. They were really good. Uh, the game could have gone either way, and I, I feel like that's why the game played out the way that it did. So Clemson will be going to New Orleans to take on LSU and pretty much a de facto home game for LSU. And, you know, as a Clemson fan, I hope that Clemson finds a way to slow down LSU's offense. They – I. They can't fall behind like they did against Ohio State and expect to come back. They have to match scores with LSU. Trevor Lawrence showed a lot in the game against Ohio State. He shows that he's a a dangerous runner, aside from being an accurate passer. So I feel like Clemson will probably need to use some of his running skills to be able to make LSU's defense a little more honest up front. And defensively, I think Clemson just has to play sound, fundamental football and not get um, not get baited. Because I think LSU's offense shows you something and then they bait you and then they throw it over the top and it's like a 70-yard touchdown or something crazy. So, um, so I'm, I'm excited to see the game. Um, I, I haven't seen anyone really slow down LSU's offense this season. So I'm, I'm anxious to see what Brent Venables does uh, to slow that LSU offense down. But I think it'll be a good game. Finally, I want to get into some wrestling, some professional wrestling talk. And mainly I want to just talk about the products that are out there now and how fans react and and all of those things for me and I and I love WWE uh I love Bray Wyatt I love a lot of the wrestlers in WWE but for me right now 
the top wrestling show is NWA, and it's not even close. The the way that they produce their shows, the talent that they have, the nostalgia, all of those things, um, it just feels like it just feels like wrestling. Um, their stars are very accessible to the fans and interact with the fans on social media, and I think that's really cool. Um, but just product wise, it's just it's awesome. It's just great. And if I had to rank wrestling shows right now, I'd say that NWA Power and NXT are probably 1A and 1B. Um, and you can really split that up however you want to. Um, for me, I think the WWE shows, so Raw and SmackDown, will probably come in next. And then AEW. And I like AEW for the most part but there are a couple things that I don't like about it one they don't need to continue to take shots at WWE right now it's like WWE is living rent free in their heads and I think the one thing that they probably need to do is just focus on putting on great matches like they do focus on building storylines build up that women's division and I really think that at that point, that's when they'll start seeing some better results. I know NXT has beaten them a couple times in the ratings the last several weeks. I didn't see the ratings um, yesterday. But, you know, I, I think that AEW has a good product. But, I mean, this is just personal preference. And, and that kind of, the other thing that really bothers me about, AEW are some of the fans, which kind of helps me segue into the next part of what I wanted to say. We all have different tastes. We all have things that we like. We have things that we don't like, especially as wrestling fans. I've never seen a group of people that are so polarized about things. It's, it's remarkable um, and, and sometimes not remarkable in a good way. And it causes a lot of beef and a lot of tension on Twitter. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of silly to see people like basically crap talking and um, bullying people almost because they have a differing opinion. People can be critical about AEW and still like it and not be a WWE mark. Um Again, I'm a fan of all of it. I think the more professional wrestling we have, the better. But, I mean, people can be critical. People can have their own opinions of what they like and don't like. I mean, I Lord knows I, I love WWE, but there are some things that they do that drive me insane. I mean, just drive me completely insane. I don't understand why uh, some of the talent that they have aren't used more so than what they are i don't understand why some talent don't have better storylines um there are a lot of things that i i don't like necessarily about raw or smackdown and and i will say those things but just because i say i don't like the spot fest that AEW does or 
some of the ridiculous storylines or the lack of a women's division doesn't mean I hate it. Doesn't mean that I'm, you know, WWE all the way. It just means that's not my cup of tea. It's not my preference. So I'd rather see some more development. And, you know, from what AEW was saying in the beginning, you know, they were going to be the different brand. They were going to be a different show. In a lot of ways, they aren't. In a lot of ways, it feels like WCW Nitro back in the mid to late 90s. Um, And Nitro was a great show for a while, and then they fizzled out. And part of that fizzling out was they had WWE living rent-free in their heads. And that was a part of their demise. So the other thing I would say to people on Twitter is don't be a jerk. You know, a lot of people have differing opinions. I'm seeing people creating all these different accounts and blocking people and and getting other people suspended and it's driving people away from being on the platform. It's just sad because at the end of the day, we're all supposed to be wrestling fans and, you know, share in, in what makes us love the sport and I think one of the cool things about it is being able to share with the community and that's been a big thing for me this year I've met a lot of cool people um, because of wrestling this year and to know that you've got some people out there that just don't like to have someone have a different opinion I mean grow up it's 2020 it's it's time to get past yourself and know that there's not just one opinion in the world. Um, people can have multiple opinions and that's fine. But I hope that quote unquote wrestling Twitter gets a little bit better and people stop being jerks about other people uh, with their opinions and just agree or disagree. Like you don't have to be nasty about it. You don't have to be anything else about it, but just agree to disagree and move on and be an adult. And if you can't, then maybe you don't need to be on the platform yourself. So that's, I think that's about it. Like I said, I'm excited to see uh, the national championship here in about a week or so. Uh, Coming up in the next couple shows, we're going to have some pretty cool guests on. Uh, We'll announce those things on Twitter and, uh, And, you know, I'm really excited about getting to chat with some of these folks. Uh, We'll do a little more wrestling talk. Um, And then in a few weeks, we're going to do a deeper dive into uh, more of the um, mental health talks that we've had. And I'm really excited about that, too. I'm really looking forward to 2020 being a big year for us and, and really developing the platform. Um, to be able to speak on some issues that need to be addressed and I'm really excited about it so stay tuned but um, but yeah that's I think that's all I have today thanks everyone for joining me today on Jeff Watson Unplugged I hope that this episode and future episodes create conversations and dialogue about many of the issues that plague our society today we are brought to you by Lions Roar Media Company We would like to thank our sponsors for being a part of this journey. For more information, to send in comments or questions, please email us at lionsroarmediaco at gmail.com. That's lions, 
roarmediaco at gmail.com. We will post new episodes each Wednesday, so stay tuned. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. Follow us on Twitter at Lions Roar Media One. That's Lions Roar Media and the number one. Or you can follow me at Jeff Watson and the numbers two five. That's Jeff Watson twenty five. Again, thank you all for joining us. And until next time, God bless and keep moving forward one step at a time. Peace.